something to say. Hello everyone, and welcome to this episode of Project Shadow. My name's Charlie. You might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset. And on today's show, if you hear any uh, clicking or tapping, I'm sorry. Um, a friend who knew I was having a really bad week came over, and I got my nails done today. And they're wonderful, they're purple, and... I shared a picture of them earlier, so if you want to see what they look like. But it's been a while since I've had long nails, and I'm click-clacking them on everything. <laughs> so I apologize for that. I'm going to try not to do that. But today, we are going to be talking about the 2019 Grammys. Not because I think the Grammys are... Okay, look. I have mixed feelings about the Grammys. It's a bunch of people who get together and bestow awards for reasons... And they've done some crazy things over the years. But I like talking about music, and I think there are a lot of songs and artists I didn't get to talk about in the best of list last year. And I thought this would be a good way for us to talk about those artists today, and those songs and albums and whatnot. If y'all like this, I might do it again next year. I don't know. I've never done this before, so we'll see how this works. So we're going to start with Record of the Year. Record of the Year is awarded to the artist and producers, the engineers and the mixers. Okay, so this one, of the people that were nominated, I'm just going to talk about the ones that I like. You had I Like It by Cardi B, Bad Bunny, and Jay Bevan. Great song. Great song. This Is America, Childish Gambino. Great song. God's Plan, Drake. Great song. All the Stars by Kendrick Lamar and SZA. Oh, I can't get that song out of my head. Like, it really, it just gets in there and it won't let go. The winner was Childish Gambino's This Is America. And it definitely deserved the win here. If we're talking about the artistry that went into the track, which is what I'm considering this because it's given to the artist, producer, and en engineer and mixer, you know, the people that actually crafted the track. Oh, man. Like, I like it, and all the stars... Really well put together. Really well put together. Wonderful tracks. But This Is America is a soundscape that tells the story. Like, the production on that track is so good that if you were to remove Childish Gambino's, you know, just take Donald Glover's words off of it, just... Replace them with just somebody hitting those notes. Just a simple, like, la or da. It still tells the story. And that is powerful. And that's really tricky to do in a song. So, definitely agree that this should have won. But 
they really need an honorable mention category because, and this last year was the year of Ludwig Göransson. I mean, we really, really definitely need to say that because while he doesn't get a mention on the list here, Ludwig came up with a lot of the sounds and the loops for the Black Panther soundtrack that were then reused and remixed for the other Black Panther soundtrack. You know, the talking drums and everything that really made that song what it was. And, oh, all the stars. If This Is America hadn't come out, all the stars definitely should have won. But, mm, like, This Is America was such an amazing song and such an important thing. So let's go on to album of the year, because I can just go on a, there for too long. Again, only going to mention the albums that I listened to, because some of these I didn't. Invasion of Privacy by Cardi B. Scorpion by Drake. Uh, Beer Pong and Bentleys by Post Malone. You can tell how I think, feel about that. Dirty Computer by Janelle Monet, And The Black Panther, the album and music from and inspired by. Mm. Okay. The winner was a track was an album that I tried to listen to when I saw that it was nominated. It was Golden Hour by Casey Musgraves. Not my bag. We can talk about that, but you know, I, I don't feel it's fair of me to judge that album because it's just not, not the kind of music that I listen to or really enjoy. Now, as far as who I think should win, I have kind of a, like, if I were voting, right, I would be really tossed up on this category because while I can't say anything about Golden Hour, Dirty Computer was such a good album from start to finish. Just, it's such a good album. And it would kind of be the one that I would want to vote for, but I'd probably listen to the Black Panther and the Cardi B album more. So that gets me a little tossed up there. But for me, and this is a weird reason, but I'm going to say it anyway, Invasion of Privacy by Cardi B is the one that I would vote for. Because as far as album of the year goes last year, off of this list, Cardi B was a novelty act for me. And I feel really bad saying that now, but I didn't think... She would have staying power. She was an artist that, like, Bodak Yellow was a fun song. I had heard some stuff by her, and I I wasn't a believer. Invasion of Privacy made me a believer. Like, it, it, it changed the way I think about Cardi B. And it's because, just, it's a really good album. Like, Kendrick Lamar's contributions and everything with the Black Panther soundtrack. Like, I already knew Kendrick Lamar was a genius, and I already kind of liked Drake, but, you know, I have mixed feelings about Scorpion. It had songs that I liked and songs that I didn't, but the fact that, for me, Invasion of Privacy by Cardi B completely changed the way I conceived of her as an artist and actually started seeing her as an artist... I would probably vote for that 
or dirty computer. I, I'd probably just, I don't know, put both in a bag and pull out one because like, I can't understate how good dirty computer was. And I mean that on so many fronts, like they needed new category for visual album because we're getting a lot of those and they're really, really been pretty amazing. The videos, the whole video album, visual album for Dirty Computer is just very well done. And it tells the story and it continues the story from the previous albums. I don't know. That, that, that album is special. If you haven't listened to any of these that we're talking about, you should definitely at least check them out. But, like, like even just talking about this, the way you make me feel from Dirty Computer is just stuck in my head right now. It's just stuck in my head. And, you know, Django Jane was such a good track. I mean, the range it showed in her talent as an artist, I don't know, really tossed up between the two. Can't speak to the one that won because, you know, like I said. Okay, so Song of the Year. All the stars, Kendrick Lamar and SZA. Yeah, you already know how much I love that. God's Plan. Okay, you already know how I feel about that. And This is America by Childish Gambino. And uh, This is America won, and it should have won. Like, if there was a song of the year last year at all... I can think of two songs it could have gone to. Both were by Childish Gambino. And this was the more important one. Like, when we go back in time, like, you know how when you watch a movie and it takes place in the 60s and they just start playing, like, Hendrix? And you instantly hear the beginning of, you know, Purple Rain or, you know, pick your, your, your Jimi Hendrix song and you know, you're in the, like it's 1968, you know, you don't have to be told anything else. You just hear that sound and you know, you're instantly there. Any movie set in this, that's the song. Like if you want to sum up 27, 2018, Oh, it was 2018, 2018 in one song. It's that one. Like, Definitely. Okay, so best new artist of the year. Um, oh, this is a hard one. Okay, so you have Georgia Smith, BB Rexa, her, Greta Van Fleet, and Dua Lipa. Those are the ones that I care about most on this list, so those are the ones I'm going to highlight. Baby Rexa, I have a weird relationship with as far as an artist goes. Generally, I like her. When she's featuring on somebody else's track. Don't really like a lot of her music. Georgia Smith is amazing. And in some ways, I almost feel like she should have won this category. I don't really have strong feelings about her. H-E-R. Eh. No strong feelings there. Greta Van Fleet is a great artist. They're a great band. I really like them. They've put out an EP and an album. Both were really good. 
Some singles along the way, also really good. They're really good. The thing, though, is Dua Lipa. Okay, so Dua Lipa won. Now, my initial instinct would be somewhere between voting for Greta Van Fleet or Georgia Smith, because both amazing artists in their own right for very different reasons. I'm not mad at Dua Lipa winning this category because I didn't want to like Dua Lipa. I don't know what it was. Something about Dua Lipa that just, I didn't want to like it. And I can tell you right now, I got Swan Song playing in this house all the time because she won me over. And in a way, that almost makes it more impressive and why I'm really okay with her having won this category because I, I am primed to like an, a band like Greta Van Fleet. I'm primed to like an artist like Georgia Smith. And if you haven't checked out Georgia Smith's stuff, definitely, definitely, definitely check it out. She's so good. But Dua Lipa is that kind of female pop artist that I generally don't like and I don't want to listen to. And she converted me and made me like her. She had that one weird song. What was it? Electric or whatever. It was, but all in all, I am more than fine with her winning this category because like, I did not want to like her. I did. I don't know why. I really don't know why, but there was just something that made me not want to like her. And she won me over. And we have two artists that I think could have won, but I was primed to like them anyway. And the one artist that I just did not want to like and did. Yeah. I mean, that's props. I mean, you gotta, you gotta give it. Okay. Best pop solo performance. You had Colors by Beck, Havana by Camille Cabello. God is a Woman by Ariana Grande. That's pretty good. Joanne, Where Do You Think You're Going? by Lady Gaga. And better now, Post Malone. I don't think this needs a lot of conversation. Joanne, Lady Gaga, it won. It deserved to win. Yeah, like there's nothing else to say about that. As a solo track last season, you know, last year, I'm fine with that. I'm perfectly fine with that one winning. I do think that there were some pop songs that I liked better than it, but they weren't nominated. Joanne was such an unexpected track from Lady Gaga. It was such an unexpected album. Like... It, it just, it worked in way, in all the ways that it shouldn't have worked. And so I'm not mad at it. I, I do think there were some better ones, but this is solo. And that's where I'm having a hard time, like naming one because a lot, almost everyone I've almost named was a group or a feature. And those don't count for this category. So definitely give it to Lady Gaga. And on that note, we will pick this up after the break. And we're back. 
Okay, so now we're on to best pop duo or group performance. And I'm just going to plead the fifth on this one. I, I, really, I really am. Uh, I, I did not. Okay, there's one song on here I think should have won because there's actually only one song on this list that I like. So it's Fall in Line, Christina Aguilera featuring Demi Lovato. Don't Go Breaking My Heart, The Backstreet Boys. Wonderland by Tony Bennett and Diana Krall. Shallow by Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Girl Like You, Maroon 5 featuring Cardi B. Say Something, Justin Timberlake featuring Chris Stapleton. In the middle, Zed, um, Maren Morris, and Gray. Say Something, Justin Timberlake featuring Chris Stapleton. Could not get that song out of my head. Could not get that song out of my head. It's a good song. I, I, I think it's better than Shallow, because I really didn't like that song by Lady Gaga. And I'm primed to like Lady Gaga tracks. So definitely I would have given this to Justin Timberlake and Chris Stapleton. That was such an unexpected track for me. I, I I don't know. It came out of nowhere. I'm not the biggest fan of Chris Stapleton. I don't know. It's an earworm, man. It's a great track. Great track. Okay, number seven. Best traditional pop male vocal album. This is for albums containing at least 51% playing time of new traditional pop recordings. I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to skip this category because it's weird. Um, best pop vocal album, which is at least 51% playing time of new p- vocal pop recordings. Like, okay. Like, I get it. This is, you know, Camilla by Camilla Cabello, Meaning of Life by Kelly Clarkson, Sweetener by Ariana Grande, which won, by the way, Sean Mendez by Sean Mendez, Beautiful Trauma by Pink, Reputation by Taylor Swift. Okay. I mean, if you want to give it to Sweetener, give it to Sweetener. It was a good album. I don't think last year was the best year for pop albums. There were a lot of good singles that came out. As far as albums go, for me, my favorite, I think, pop album that came out last year was Anne Marie's. Maybe. There, I don't know. Pop was kind of all over the place last year. There were a lot of good singles. But as far as albums go, I, I didn't fall head over heels in love with many. And this is the place where, like, I don't know, does Dirty Computer fit in here? Because I would consider that a pop album, but not not on the list. So uh, I'm going to skip the best dance album because, meh. Uh, nah. Okay, skip that. Okay, so rock. Best rock performances. I'm not going to talk about this too much, except for to say that it, for me, is a tie between Highway Tune by Greta Van Fleet and Uncomfortable by Hailstrom. Amazing. Both. Just both of those. Amazing. One of those should have won. Um, they gave it to Chris Cornell, and I really hate to say this because I've loved Chris Cornell for a very long time. I feel like he got this because he died. And I don't want to say that. 
But I feel like that's why he won. Because, yeah, not one of my favorites. I just, I don't want to talk about that. It's triggering and upsetting. And I don't know, Chris Cornell is Chris Cornell. Okay, so best metal performance. This is like the most, this is the category that I feel like the Grammys has never done justice to ever, ever. So, you know, in here we have Def Haven and Between the Buried and Me, High on Fire, Trivium, and Under Oath. If I had to pick off that list, um, I wouldn't have picked Electrical Messiah by High on Fire. I, I didn't like that album. If I had to pick off the list, I would say Betrayer by Trivium. Um, it had some good songs on it, some songs that I really liked, but when I think of like the metal that I got into last year and that I was listening to last year, these aren't the bands I was listening to. So yeah, I I don't, and see, this is where it gets really tricksy because their definition of metal and exactly what genre things actually fall in get really tricksy because you know the album that i would have said was best metal was actually nominated for best rocks <laughs> so actually i don't know if the album was or not no the album was yeah the album was um so we'll talk about that there but you know i don't know i listened to a lot of shaman shaman's harvest last year Really like them. Grandson had a really good album that came out last year that I would consider metal. Not on here. It's at least hard rock. Um, yeah, not 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 a big fan. Okay, so best rock song. I'm gonna cut this really short. We have Black Smoke Rising by um, Greta Van Fleet. We have Jumpsuit by Twenty One Pilots. Um. Mass Education by St. Vincent and Rats by Ghost. As much as I love Greta Van Fleet, Rats by Ghost, can't get that song out of my head. Definitely should have won. Definitely should have won. Of course, Mass Education by St. Vincent won because... Look, I have nothing against St. Vincent. I think she's phenomenal. But she's much more a critical success to me. Like... She's not rock in that way. Like, yeah, it's rock music, but it's it's like technical rock music. And I want rock, my rock to make me feel something. And so I would have picked either Blacksmith Rising or Rats, and definitely Rats. And I would also put Ghost in my favorite metal category, but that's debatable over whether or not they're a metal band or not. Okay, so best rock album. Okay, there's a couple here we have to talk about. Some basics here. Pacific Daydream by Weezer, not a bad album. Mania by Fallout Boy actually had some songs on it that I liked, which is a miracle because I don't like Fallout Boy. Rainer Frog. Rainer Fog by Allison Chains. Guys. I was a big fan back in the day. Your music makes me feel weird now. Like you and Stone Temple Pilots have entered an uncanny valley, and I can't go with you. So, 
fix that. I know you're not listening. I know you don't care, but you've entered a weird, uncanny valley, and I, I can't go with you. Prequel by Ghost is on here. From the Fires by Greta Van Fleet is on here. From From the Fires 1. I'm fine with that. That was a good album. I probably would have picked it over Prequel or Prequella. I don't know how I'm supposed to pronounce that. By Ghost. Both really good albums. But yeah, Greta Van Fleet, man. You can't say enough nice about them. Yeah, so I'm going to skip the best alternative album because, yeah, don't care. Um, I should, I really should, but it's like Arctic Monkeys, Beck, Bjork, David Byrne, or St. Vincent, and I'm not going to, that's not, that's not a path I'm going to walk down. Uh, Best R&B, I'm just going to say it, Summer by the Carters should have won, hands down. Great album, should have won, didn't win. Eh. Leon Bridges, bet um, bet ain't worth, bet ain't worth the hand. One in a tie, by Leon Bridges. Great album. If you've not listened to that album, definitely go check out that album. It's a great album. It won in a tie with "How Deep Is Your Love," P.J. Morton featuring Yeba. Also a good album. I'm okay with the tie. Ties are weird, but definitely, yeah, I'm good with that. Okay, so, hmm, yeah, I'm not going to take a pick. Actually, I am going to take a pick. Best R&B song. This, to me, you know, boot up, eh, okay, not a bad song, not going to hate on it. But feels like summer. That's the other Donald Glover song that I was going to say that when a movie's done about this period of time, one of two songs are going to be played is the, well, duh, that was 2017. I'm sorry, 2018. Feels like summer is the other one. Definitely, it should have won. Just just saying. Okay, so best urban contemporary. Everything is album. Everything is love by the Carters, which did win and deservedly so like just looking down the list i'm not even gonna name them because you know we're gonna run out of time if i keep naming things i can't get over how good that album was and how much i just absolutely love it like beyonce on her game jay-z just so good such a good album best r&b album went to her disagree disagree Good t- good th- thing, Leon Bridges should have won, hands down. You made a mistake. I'm going to call it her. I'm not hating. Not hating. It's okay. But Leon Bridges' good thing was the best R&B album last year. I listened to a lot of R&B. Best R&B album by far should have won. Man, why don't we talk about how good Leon Bridges is on the show sometime? I might have to make that a thing. If you want to make that a thing, let me know. Hit me up on Twitter, because I will definitely do like an R&B episode of the show, because that's a side of myself I don't really talk about a lot. It's just part of me. Okay. Best rap performance. Okay, so we had Cardi B. Well, be careful. Cardi B, nice for what? Drake. King's Dead, Kendrick Lamar, 
Bubblin' by Anderson Pack in Sicko Mode by Travis Scott. Okay, like, this is just unfair. The actual winner was a tie between King um, King's Dead and Bubblin'. Oh, both of those are such good songs. Sicko Mode. Like, I would have a four-way tie. I wouldn't know how to vote on this. Nice For What, great track, probably, in my opinion. My absolute favorite Drake song of all time. Sicko Mode. I get that song stuck in my head. Yeah, I I don't know how I would have picked on that one. I get where it tied, because King's Dead and Bubblin' are both great tracks. But, man, Nice For What and Sicko Mode. Like, here's how I probably would have broken the tie, and this is unfair. I probably would have voted for Nice For What by Drake for two reasons. One, and they're samples. Like, they're not even, like, features, but Lauren Hill and Big Frida, both sampled on the track. That makes it... I don't, I don't know. I'm just saying. Just saying. That picks it up for me in... Yeah, it's not fair. Okay, so best rap slash sung performance. That's a fun category. Uh, not going to talk about a lot of these. All the Stars by SZA again in here. This is America, Childish Gambino. It won. Deserved to win. Should have won. Best rap song. Mm, God's Plan. King's Dead. Sicko Mode win okay so just rating these win is better than god's plan like if you haven't heard win by j-rock like when you're having a bad day put that track on you'll be having a good day it will fix you win is better than god's plan so that's that's problematic to begin with i'd give this to king's dead kendrick lamar yeah Definitely, I'd give it to them. Kendrick Lamar, J-Rock, Future. Off that list, definitely. Best rap album, and that's where we're going to end this. Is it Invasion of Privacy by Cardi B or Astroworld by Travis Scott? Because wasn't the biggest fan of the three in the middle. They gave it to Invasion of Privacy by Cardi B. And like I said earlier, I'm fine with that. That is the album that changed my opinion of Cardi B and made me into a really big fan. So yeah, that one definitely should have won. Sycoma, California, yeah, Astroworld was really good though. Yeah, but we have to stop. We have to stop. And we're going to, I'm just kind of skimming, seeing if there's anything else. Yeah, we're going to stop there. So that's my opinion on some of the stuff at the Grammys. It's a weird episode, and I don't know, I got asked if I was going to do a Grammy episode. Hadn't thought about doing it. Thought, hey, why not? What do you think? (laughs) If you like this episode, and the app that you're listening to me on allows you to rate either the podcast or the episode itself. Please do that. That helps out a lot. Um, if you're not getting episodes regularly, I put this show out every day at 7 a.m. Please, now Monday through Friday, 
please contact me on Twitter. I'm C.E. Dorset on Twitter. It's come to my attention that some of the podcatchers are not updating well. Like, I was... When I when this was brought to my attention, there was one podcatcher, fun podcasting app, that it hasn't updated in almost 50 episodes. And that's really upsetting. I'm trying to figure out what's going on with that. But others were like a couple episodes behind. Please let me know so I can see if there's anything I can do to fix that. Because, you know, I do do this episode five days a week. And I post them at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time. So, please let me know. If you've got a dollar you can throw my way, that would be greatly appreciated. You can go down to the show notes. You'll see a link that says Anchor Community Support. If you click that, you can give it the $1, $5, $10 levels. Helps me do all the stuff that I'm doing and relieve a lot of stress. Money's tight, y'all. Um, if you don't have the money, that's fine. Trust me. I understand. You can help out a lot by sharing the podcast with other people. Thanks to the ad support that helps generate revenue as well. So that helps out a lot. Plus it brings more people in so we can have better discussion. Speaking of which, if you have a question, a comment or a topic you'd like me to discuss on the show, go to my profile at anchor in the anchor app and click the voice message button. Leave me a one minute message. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to do more suggestions based off of topics you want to hear me talk, discuss. Um, the book is coming. I promise. <laughs> it is. I'm almost done editing. I'll give you updates on that when I have them. You can keep up with everything that I do by following me either on Twitter at C.E. Dorset or just go to projectshadow.com and you can find a link to all my social media and my book stuff. As well as the podcast. Everything's there. Until next time, thank you all so much. You make my day, you have no idea. Until next time, have the fun. Bye.